The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next on Life Today, Christine Kane explains the difference between being tired and being weary. The best thing some of you can do to fight the enemy is to go to bed. The Bible says that God, yeah, they, I've just set you free right now because <laughs> Scripture says that God never sleeps and God never slumbers. So what's the point of both of you staying awake? Uh, that's my whole point. Learning how to rest in the peace of God as we spend Wednesdays in the Word. Thank you so much. Welcome to Life Today. I'm James Robinson. Betty and I are thrilled to have you and also to share Christine Kane. Baptist preacher told me the other day, said she's the greatest preacher I ever heard. You know, most preachers in the Baptist uh, denomination don't think they're women preachers. And I said, well, we just call her giving her a little testimony, giving her a little talk. And he said, no, I said, it's preaching. And she's good. But let me tell you, this, this woman is a communicator. And I think it's a great gift, Betty, because uh, Australia prays for America. You may say, why are they praying for us? because they really believe that we are freedom's last hope. And although they're having a great move of God with Hillsong and a lot of things that are happening, and that's where Christine came, they are praying for us as a nation that's been so blessed of God, unlike any nation in history. And the rest of the world recognizes that. And although we've lost some credibility with a lot of our allies and a lot of people look at us because we've not, uh, we've not been revealing a sense of strength and a sense of real compassion, and uh, it, it's like we're not, we're vacillating and we're wavering to where you don't know if what we've been blessed to have is going to be here. So they're praying for us. And Christine Kane really has come with a, a real message for us. And she's talking about being brokenhearted or being wholehearted and, and allowing our, I think we're really talking about wholehearted for God and our hearts made whole are living with a broken heart. And I think it's appropriate sometimes to have a broken heart for what needs to happen and weep for those yes. who weep. But I want you to listen to her perspective. Would you welcome Christine Kane? Here she is. The first thing we've got to learn to do is we've got to learn to possess authority over our hearts. And you know, uh, a lot of us, we just, um, we just spin out because our life's spinning out. I'm here to tell you, just because your life's going crazy doesn't mean you have to, yeah. uh, just in case you didn't realise that. And sometimes, you know, uh, if sometimes if my kids get a little bit out of whack, if things at work, you know, I help to rescue the victims of human trafficking. We've got offices in 10 countries. Life can get very crazy. And you know what? Sometimes I stand back and go, Christine, just because everyone else is having a breakdown does not mean that you have to, okay? So, you know, sometimes you've got to talk to yourself. I don't know if you ever have conversations with yourselves, <laughs> but I have to talk to myself and go, they're all going crazy. I'm not going to. I love what the scripture says in John 14, 1. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. That sounds so easy. But he's saying, listen, can you not give your heart permission to freak out? That's what the original Greek says. Do not let your hearts be troubled. <laughs> Do not let your... Tell your heart. 
I'm not giving you permission to freak out. You know when your heart starts thumping and you get that news you weren't expecting or something's going out of control because we're all deluded in that we think we can control everything. We think we can control our husbands, we can control our kids, we can control work, we can control our sin. We can't control anything. And so our heart goes crazy. But you've got to say, I'm not going to give you. I'm not giving you a chance to freak out. You know what? I'm not going to lose my peace over something I can do nothing about. I realised that I was catching a flight um, across to Greece to one of our transition homes and something happened with the weather and they cancelled all the flights and I'm standing there and I thought I could either lose my peace right now because of all of the effort that went into planning that, training, doing, or you know what, what can I do? I, I cannot get in the cockpit and fly a 747 across the ocean. I could do many things. I can't do that thing. I cannot control the weather patterns. And quite honestly, if I had a long view of things, I'd probably be really happy that this plane is on the ground with, you know, me alive than in that weather and me not alive. And so the point is that sometimes we lose our peace over stuff we can do nothing about. We lose days and weeks. You think about it. How many things? Someone maybe ran into your car or something. And you know what? You can't change it. But you're freaking out over something you can do nothing about. I'll tell you where particularly, and I know there are many gentlemen watching this, but women have a PhD in this. We are brilliant at freaking out over things that have never happened or might never happen. <laughs> but we have, we have worked out every scenario. How many, am I lying or am I telling the truth? How many of us, we have gone there of what if our children what if this? And what, I mean, we have got, we could be in Hollywood making movies because we have got so many plot twists and God is like, what are you smoking? <laughs> we are unbelievable at making stuff up. And we lose so much peace and we waste so much of our life and we waste so much of the good we could do because we're freaking out. You know what happens when you get a great strength, when you realise that no weapon forged against you shall prosper? You know that scripture, no weapon? When you know that no weapon forged against you shall prosper, you can ignore the storm. Because it's like, oh, the weapon will be forged, but it's not going to prosper. And you know, I've learned to do that. It's like, oh, no, I'm not surprised when the weapon's forged, but it's not going to prosper against me. When you get a revelation that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, you know what? I'm just going to go to bed. There are some things, and we deal with major issues when it comes to trafficking all the time. I could lose my sleep every night. I could be so uh, just full of conflict and so full of anxiety. How many people are medicated because of anxiety in our society? I think it's the number one issue is stress and anxiety and what if and what if. But the truth is that there's most stuff I can do nothing about, so I must trust the sovereignty of God. I must trust that God is good and God does good. And even when things are not good, God is working all things together for my good. Now, that doesn't say everything that's happening is good. Not at all. But I trust that God is good. And I trust that God does good. And you know what some of you can do? And you, some of you watching this, I don't know. When you've logged on maybe into a computer or you're watching this on TV. But the best thing some of you can do to fight the enemy is to go to bed. The Bible says that God... <laughs> yeah, they, I've just set you free right now. Because... <laughs> Scripture says that God never sleeps and God never slumbers. So what's the point of both of you staying awake? Uh, that's my whole point. What is the point of both of you staying awake? I did that the other night and I went to Nick. I said, oh, I mean, we had this major issue in one of our country offices. I went, you know what? 
since God never sleeps or slumbers, I'm going to bed. If you see the devil, tell him I'm going to bed. And so I'm like, I'm done. I'm going to sleep. And then you know what that says to God? I trust you. I trust you. I've done everything I know to do. I'm not being irresponsible, but I've done everything that I know to do. And the only thing that's left to do is worry. But Philippians tell me, tells me to be anxious for nothing, but in everything with thanksgiving, praise and supplication to make my requests known to God. And then here's the promise, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. It doesn't make any sense. People say to me, how do you sleep at night? How do you not freak out over your daughters given the work that you do? Because the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart. How do you get through navigating someone or yourself through a terminal illness, some kind of therapy? And there is much pain in the world. The loss of a beloved person, a great tragedy at work, the great loss of a dream, a bankruptcy. There are real issues. But you and I have to lean into the supernatural power of God that says there is a peace that surpasses all understanding. It doesn't make sense. A psychologist isn't going to give me an answer. A psychiatrist isn't going to give me an answer. No pill can medicate me. Ultimately, I'm looking for this peace that surpasses all understanding. And that is going to ensure that the life and the flow of these rivers of living water, when I need joy, joy will come out and it'll bubble out. Even in the midst of great tragedy, you can find the joy of the Lord, which is your strength in the midst of tragedy, in a very... Uh, you know, anxious situation, in a chaotic situation, I can believe God for the peace of God that somehow is going to sustain me throughout all of that situation. But if you um, are clogged up with anxiety, there's no room for peace to flourish in your life. If you are clogged up with anger and bitterness, where is the joy going to spring up from? So you've got to let your root source go deep to, remember we talked about the fountain of youth. You've got to go down to that fountain of youth, Jesus Christ himself, out of me will flow rivers of living water. You're not going to be parched. I have those living water. And so whatever you need in whatever situation, I'm that person and out of you will flow those rivers of living water to others that are dying. And so you've got to understand that you know what, don't allow your tomorrow what ifs to ruin you today. Because so many people do. We live in the what ifs of tomorrow and your today is ruined. And so just remember that God is not broke. God is not sick. God is not poor. God is not impotent. He's not sitting in heaven going, oh my God, no, I am God, all three of me. I'm having an existential <laughs> crisis. <laughs> What am I going to do about the condition of the world? You know, it's not like he's freaking out. He's still sovereign. He's still on the throne. His perfect plan is being outworked. And sometimes you've just got to rest in that sovereignty and say, you know what? I am not going to freak. Worry and stress will aid you. I mean, we all know that naturally anyway. We know that medically, but it will aid you spiritually as well. Um, take care of your heart. Take care of your heart. The second thing is you, you've got to take care of you. Nobody else is going to take care of you. You know, there are some problems I can't fix. And I, I'm faced with a lot of dilemmas every day, but I can take them to the one who can fix them. And that's what I've discovered, that sometimes you go, you know what, and I say that to my girls sometimes, I go, you know what, Catherine, mummy doesn't know, but I do know who does know. And I'm going to go and we're going to take this to Jesus and until he lets us know. We're going to trust him with that answer. And so you've got to find that place of it. You've got to save your strength for your purpose. Because a lot of times we're chasing after things that have not got our name on them. And we're getting exhausted. We're getting exhausted because we're chasing, because the world says you've got to acquire this, you've got to accumulate that, you've got to amass this, you've got to have this title, you've got to get, and we're just chasing. 
And you know what? It doesn't even have our name on it. I haven't got time for it. It exhausts me. I don't want anything. In this second half of my life, I don't want anything that hasn't got my name on it. I want what God has anointed me for. I want to be exactly where he wants me to be. I want to wake up every day and say, you know what, Jesus, I don't know where you're going, but wherever you're going, I'm coming. That's it. I just want to be wherever he's going to be. I want that faith adventure to continue in my life. And some of us, we're just tired. We're tired. We're spiritually tired. We're laboring. Man, we're trying to do the next this and we're trying to do the next and we're exhausted. Another key way to keep your heart, remember we're talking now about how we're not going to keep this thing cluttered. So we're going to make sure that we guard our heart. We're going to make sure we don't give our heart permission to freak out because it's going to clutter it and you're going to have a spiritual heart attack. Here's a big one. You've got to eliminate strife from your life. And... um, You know, some homes, they're just a battle zone. We don't need to go overseas for the battle because it's right there every morning. You know, in our home, we kind of have a battle-free zone. And I find that if I can eliminate strife from my life, a whole lot of tension and anxiety goes from my life. Do you notice how much extra tension you carry when there's strife? If there's strife at work, strife at home, strife in relationships. I I say to anyone that I want to be friends with, I'm like, you know, I'm a drama-free zone. I mean, like, I am a drama queen, but I have my own dramas with myself. I don't need to to have more drama in my life. So we just keep it really simple. If you're going to be high-maintenance, high-drama, go and have that on your own because it's not going to come into my space because I don't have any room for any more drama. One drama queen per family is enough. And so, you know, you just got to... You've got to decide because our world lives because of media on sensationalism and drama. And, you know, you can get addicted to it. You love it and you get on there on social media and now with our blogs and our posts. And it's like, I mean, I think you're entitled to your opinion, but not to give it. Keep it to yourself. And so a lot of times we just kind of get out there and it prevents the flow of the Holy Spirit coming out of your life. Nothing will take you out like strife. And I think a a big reason the Lord has blessed a lot of our ministry, our marriage, our family, is because, you know what, we, we, by and large, keep strife out of it. And um, I'm blessed because I'm married to a great peacemaker. And, you know, the scripture says, blessed are the peacemakers, not just the peacekeepers, but the peacemakers. And um, I'm Greek, so I'm very volatile. I I really live for war and fighting. You know, that's kind of like, (laughs) it's just who I am. And then I, like, I married a Christian. And so... And because of his biblical peacemaking skills, it gets me more fired up than anything else. And so, um, you know, I've just really learned that I've got a long way to go. I if anyone here is, like, from Mediterranean or... you, I mean, we are just volatile. We just have one... We just kind of, like, act first, think later and just go for it. Um, and so... And then the Lord just makes sure that you marry a very staunch British man so that, you know, you've kind of got all my emotion and all of his kind of... You know, Christine, I am really entering into worship. My big toe is moving in my shoe and you know (laughs) and so and then there's drama queen me but you know the the Lord saved me from myself because I would have been like into everything or I'm like ready for a fight so now he just directs it to the devil so that just helps it's like let's go put traffickers in jail let's go rescue girls let's go just kick the devils anyway so all I'm saying (laughs) is that's where I outwork all of that but eliminate strife from your life and you know another very key thing is find contentment in who you are in Christ. Nothing will clog you up like discontentment when you compare and compete with other people. And the Bible says that if you compare yourself amongst yourself, you're not wise. Do you know how much energy we waste not running our race because we're looking at everybody else's? And you know why we do that? Worse than ever, I believe, in our generation. Again, it's because of media. Because from the minute we open our eyes, we are told you're not good enough, you're not fast enough, you're not smart enough, you're not 
enough. And if you're watching this at home, how often does that happen where you just feel, I'm not enough? But I'm here to tell you that, you know what? In Christ, you are because Christ is enough for me and for you. Christ is enough. I love the fact that, um, you know, 1 Timothy 6, 6 says this. It says, but godliness with contentment is great gain. But godliness with contentment. We have such a discontent generation. They're trained from the womb. My little eight-year-old, from when she was little, I don't know if anyone here has ever educated that. I really believe in um, parenting by uh, digital technology and animation. I think it's a gift from God. I'm going to set you all free now. It just really makes sure that my when I go to restaurants, it's really peaceful. I'm so grateful for Netflix for children. And, you know, if I want some extra peace, I have no problem with them watching half an hour extra of television. So don't write me letters because I won't read it. But the point is that <laughs> it brings great... It helps me to eliminate strife from my, from my home. But I tell you what... Those TV stations, they know how to market to kids. It is amazing that from such a young age, my kid, Mummy, I need, I need... I didn't even know these things invent, in, in, had been invented. And Sophia might have 45 dolls, but you know what? They've just told her about the latest one with a slightly different hair colour and a slightly different eye colour, and it is imperative to the salvation of the planet that she should have this doll. It is amazing. <laughs> But do you know what I'm talking about? Everything's geared to you need more, you need the newest, you need the next. And so people are exhausted. People are exhausted. And you'll get like that with your body image, you'll get that with your face. If you start looking at too many magazines that tell you you've got too many wrinkles, if you start looking at too many fashion things, you'll put yourself in debt and cause yourself more anxiety. I'm convinced the enemy wants to do it because you don't feel like you're enough. And I'm here to tell you you're enough. God bless you, Christine. And I think for us to understand that, you know, we're, we're not unimportant or insignificant and we are enough is when we really come to realize who is enough and who is our source. Father, I pray everyone will take the message that Christine has delivered so clearly and they'll be wholeheartedly in love with you and that their heart and life and mind will be made whole and that you will just have your way through their lives for your glory and your purpose in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for your, your kindness when you tell us how much you appreciate uh, the different uh, communicators we have, Wednesdays in the Word, Beth Moore, such a blessing, Lisa Bevere, Christine Kane, all the different ones that are here. And we thank you for your encouragement. We're going to show you something that I, I really pray moves you. It's hard to imagine that people would take little children and use them as sex objects and slaves, but it's happening. And when we began, Betty, years ago to tell our viewers that this is happening, it's happening in America, but it's happening all over the world. And in many places, it seems that it's totally hopeless. But we began to say, we have found people who have planted their lives in the midst of this pain. And if we will help them, we can rescue women and children out of the sex trafficking. And that's precisely what we're doing. And we've been building life centers and healing centers for these precious people. I want you to watch. I want you to hear the heart of a woman who's been trafficked and hear her concern now and know that we have the answer. Watch and listen. Seema's story is not that uncommon. She is one of the hundreds of thousands of women around the world that have fallen victim to human trafficking. Seema set off from her small village with her two young daughters to work for a good family in the city. She thought she would be helping out with household chores, 
but soon after she arrived, her daughters were taken away, and she was locked in a room for a week. Held captive by the threat of violence, Seema not only fears for her own safety, but she worries every day about her daughters, who are only seven years old and three years old. With the help of our partners, Mission Rescue Life is providing hope to women all around the world and is desperately working to help save Seema and her two daughters before it's too late. Dear Lord, please, please touch hearts. You know, when I hear that woman, and if you wonder why we were blurring her eyes and even the children, because she's still in the Bravo, uh, she's still trapped there. And uh, we're, we're trying to get her and the children out. And that's why we call it Rescue Life, where we reach out and we rescue them and we restore them. Because you, our viewers, have helped us build life centers to put these women and these children in and rebuild their future. And uh, we've just completed one now in India, which is where that was taken. And reaching into Nepal, where the little children there are taken and and they literally are taken from their parents because they've been told they're going to take them and get them an education, get them a good job, and then they'll be able to help their poor families. And then they never see them again. Basically, that's what's happened to her. And now she's afraid if she doesn't get out, they're going to get her children. We want to get her out. And here's what it takes. We've asked you to build the, the life centers, the, the places of rescue, and you have always been so wonderful to do that. But in order to support the work, Right now, we need over $600,000 right now to just support keeping them and rescuing them and taking care of them. And the average cost, this is what it takes in the average to take care of them, get them out, care for them a year, it's $128 a year. Now, to me, that sounds meager. Uh, I like to think in terms and I always try to stretch your thinking because we have a tendency when it comes to giving and sharing, a lot of times we reduce it. We're pretty good at doing that. So I like to stretch it. $1,280 we can rescue and restore. 10. Would you do that? Well, there's just a family right there. Would you help us do that? Would you right now go to lifetoday.org? Please just go get your laptop, go to the computer, get, get your iPad, whatever you do. Take your bank card and you're going to use it like a check. That's how it should always be used. Or you can dial the phone number there. There are people calling for prayer, for help every day. 80% of the calls that come to that number are to pray for me, help me. Fewer than 20% call to say, I want to help. And we understand that because we want to help you. But you can call and say, I want to rescue someone and make a gift of $128 or $1,280 or more than that. Some of you, thank God, have been blessed where you can do more than that. And I believe you will. But if you say, James, $128 would really be a stretch for me.
Well, 64 doubled, we've got it. So could you give that or 32? There is no level. Jesus said the widow's might was the largest gift. So whatever you're led to give, you give. Go lifetoday.org or dial the number and make the gift God put on your heart. We want to send you the incredible worship CD, Songs of Freedom. Integrity Music joined with us to present this to you to say thanks for the freedom you're offering. I wrote a book with Jay Richards as an evangelical Protestant and a Catholic philosopher commissioned by evangelical Protestant leaders and Catholic leaders to write the way out of this present darkness. This gives us understanding of the times. We will send it to you to say thank you. If you make the gift of $1,280, we want to send you the Thomas Kincaid Forest Chapel. Would you right now go online or dial the number? I pray you will. Make the very best gift you can, and we're going to rescue lives. Innocent children created to be happy, loved, and cared for are being abducted and sold at the hands of violent predators. Their spirit and bodies broken under horrific emotional and physical abuse. Through Mission Rescue Life, you can reach out to save children vulnerable to sex traffickers. You can help rescue those already enslaved. And you can restore their lives with hope for a future. Your gift today of only $128 will help rescue a child and change their destiny forever. With gifts of $64 or $32, we will combine your support with others to help rescue one more child from the shame and pain of sexual slavery. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you the Songs of Freedom CD, a collection of 10 uplifting worship songs that are sure to become a favorite for your quiet time, drive time, or personal worship. In addition to the CD, you'll receive Indivisible, a powerful soul-stirring book by James Robison and Jay Richards. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280 to help rescue 10 children, and you may request this beautifully framed canvas print of The Forest Chapel by the painter of light, Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. Human trafficking is such a tragic reality in our lifetime. Nick and I partner with Life Outreach International because we are serious about stopping this injustice. We hope that you will join us on this journey to stop slavery in our lifetime. Why don't you partner? I hope, I hope you sense the, the passion and compassion that's so obvious in Christine. And I hope you'll give us an opportunity to, to send you the, uh, the songs of freedom. And, and I really pray with all my heart if you love and appreciate the freedom you have, get indivisible. Let us give you understanding of the times. And that's the purpose, by the way, of, of stream.org. You see it there on the screen, stream.org? I want you to make that your daily visit. You, you can go there for inspiration in, in your daily uh, devotional time too. But you're going to get insight. You, you're, we're not going to perish for lack of knowledge. And we're going to have understanding of the times. We want to help you bringing the greatest minds and hearts streaming like a river right into your life, stream.org, go there. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for helping us rescue precious lives. Thank all of you for being with us, appreciate it.
my own stories. I had to go outside the church to find somebody who looked like Jesus, who would love me like Jesus. Singer-songwriter and author Dennis Jernigan, tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.